Nuristan Province, Afghanistan. 22 out of the country's 34 provinces were reported to have been affected by avalanche. Hi, I'm Chris Bay, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. The full picture of the impact of this series of catastrophic events would unfold, and it was far greater than anyone could have imagined when it happened this day in weather history. It was a wipeout. A total wipeout, and it was a nightmare. Snowfall caused the many areas of the entire country of Afghanistan to have no options for accessibility, making it difficult to obtain a full picture of the impact of the natural disaster. In the middle of the night on February 5th, 2017, an avalanche claimed at least 57 lives in Afse village, Barge Matal district, while also leaving another 33 injured. Response teams, including search and rescue and emergency medical teams, quickly arrived shortly thereafter, the next morning on the 6th. Of note, two metric tons of emergency dry food, cash assistance, medical supplies, and World Health Organization pneumonia and basic health kits were eventually delivered. But as it was becoming clear, this was not an isolated incident. During that same period between February 4th and 6th, more casualties and damage to homes, livelihoods were now starting to be reported around the country due to separate avalanches, including one in Badakhshan, and that was reported to have killed 10 people while injuring an additional 12. Heavy snowfall and rain can easily and critically destabilize a snowpack, and in this event, we had it all. Very quickly, the death toll from around the country had risen to at least 116 people. 87 homes were also reported to have been damaged. And yet another avalanche was reported to have made a direct hit on a market at Medina in Parun, Nuristan. It's reported that one person was killed and three injured in that one. In addition, 13 houses and 15 shops were totally destroyed. And there was a heavy toll on the collateral damage to livestock and vehicles. Logistics were next to impossible for many affected because the area is just so remote. It's next to impossible on any other day to access, and now you had most roads blocked by heavy snow. As a matter of fact, the snow in places was as deep as two and a half meters. That would paralyze any country that lives with snow, like Canada. And it was widespread. Much of the province was crippled by this event. They attempted for two helicopters to lend assistance, but they were unable to land on the 6th due to poor weather conditions and that was the only flight carrying humanitarian supplies that would eventually land, but it couldn't do it until the 7th. The national government stepped up to assist families financially for the loss of loved ones and quickly distributed the equivalent of what would amount to around $750 US to each family that had lost a family member and about $300 US to those who sustained injuries that prevented income. For the duration of the immediate crisis, all flights that were not deemed an immediate priority to deploy more humanitarian teams and drop further supplies were restricted from all airspace. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective, but oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. It was 
a full-on humanitarian crisis. A team of rescue operators was brought in by Afghanistan officials to help the victims. The United Nations Humanitarian Coordinator pledged to support the rescue operations along with the Afghanistan government. The Afghan relief group, Red Crescent, reported from the worst hit areas that most of the houses that collapsed were poorly constructed from clay and mud bricks. Now, back it up. In the Western world, one would immediately wonder how homes could be made with such deplorable engineering. First of all, this is a very hot desert region and mud protects the inside from that heat. It is a necessary material. However, second and most important, because this historic country has been the constant victim of war, corruption, and overall poor international foreign policy, they also suffer extreme poverty. So, no air conditioners because there is poor to no infrastructure. All right. At the time, the Afghan Red Crescent Society said that around 2,617 families, that equals roughly 15,702 individuals, had been directly affected by the avalanches. So, those experienced and dedicated Red Crescent volunteers distributed sleeping bags, blankets, tents, and tarps to help the victims of the avalanches that struck this day in weather history. Tomorrow is February the 6th. And for this episode, we're going to go back to 2008, the greater Toronto area known as the GTA. It was one of those storms where you just sort of look out and you think, where in the world are we going to put all of this snow? The snowfall was nonstop for 24 hours. But we're going to get through it tomorrow, right here on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.